Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, Recorded live. Hi there, welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed because prayer warriors are needed. Tonight we have a great night planned. We come together to give God all the praise, all the glory. And um, we're looking at, i got to pull it up. Just give me one second. I used to, you know, I'm just going through so much with my internet. And, uh, oh, Angelica wrote me. Okay, I'm going to leave that. Okay, tonight, yes, we're doing prayer, Bible study, and countermeasures against satanic programming. We're looking at this program called Satan. It's a government program. Silent assassination through adaptive neural networks. Reading the Word of God, Scripture, Psalm 37, I'll start with. I'm going to read a little bit from the Turn the Curse to Blessings. And understanding trial, how, and then I'll look at how to tame a demon, Robert Duncan, legal issues, and who is behind the TI program. So that's the agenda uh, for uh, tonight. So with that being said, we'll open up with prayer and um, I welcome um, other people to pray. And I'm going to call on you, Cindy, if you'd like to pray. I'd love to have you pray. We'll open up with prayer. I'll go right into the scripture. Then a little bit on turning the curse into a blessing. All right, Anne, 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 go ahead. I'll start with you. Go ahead, Anne. Okay, thank you, Miriam. And I'd like to thank all the prayer warrior sisters who are on the line tonight. Father God in heaven, I thank you so much, Father, for strong prayer warrior sisters who are diligent, who are persistent, and... uh, they keep on calling, Father, because some of us are not able to pick up the phone and even call in as we, as we should, Father. And I'm so thankful for my prairie warrior sister, Miriam. And please continue to bless her and her family, bless her mom, bless her, her nephews, and bless her extended family, Father. She is definitely in your camp, Father, as we all are looking for your guidance and your continual love and showing us the way, Father. Thank you, Father, for all my prayer warrior sisters who are joining me this evening here and, and sending up praises, Father, to you. So many praises, Father, for we love you so dearly, Father, as we continue on with our assignments and things that you would have us do, Father, and the right way you want us to do things, Father. Father, continue to bless us as we continue to, to praise you each and every day with every breath that we take. In Jesus' name, forever and ever, amen. Amen, amen, thank you. All right, uh, anybody else, Lisa, Cindy? I'd like to pray. Um, okay. Thank you, Lord, that you are the light of the world. We come to you in your son's name, Father God. And I just... Um, 
somehow thank you, Lord, for what we're going through, um, that you're taking us through, that you're helping us daily, even momentarily, Father. I thank you for Miriam, Sister Miriam, and the other saints that are uh, uh, gathered here. Um, Never thought, Lord, when I was younger that we would be on this kind of medium, Father God, and, and able to pray to the to the light of the world, able to gather in your your precious name, and and fight the darkness with your great help. I thank you, Lord. Um, I don't even feel worthy to pray, but God, I somehow you woke me up today. You woke us up, and here we are. And I I just thank you again for Sister Miriam and and the faith that you've given her and the insight and and gathering the saints together. What a blessing. What a blessing. And those who don't even believe on you, Father, if they've come, they are welcome, welcome in love, the love that you give, your your perfect love that casts out fear in the name of Jesus. It casts out fear. And, and we'll just give you the glory for all of any type of victories that we get, Lord God. And I ask that you would just touch the hearts of those that are putting this, these programs against us and that you will just have whistleblowers come out of those ranks, and that this would be stopped. God, help help us in our unbelief sometimes that things might not happen, that we may not be freed, but um, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. It is written, and we give you the glory this evening, wherever we are, in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 God, Yes, God, we thank you for prayer warriors. We thank you for praying TIs. We thank you, God, for TIs that know there's no other way to conquer evil but through the work of God. God, we thank you that we have a countermeasure. We thank you, God, that we don't have to sit looking to the sky on a bar stool, cross-sided, Heavenly Father, mad at the world, Heavenly Father. We thank you, God, that the word of God gives us understanding, spiritual awareness, spiritual knowledge. And, God, we ask you to open the windows of heaven for each and every one of us. I ask you, God, to turn every curse that's been plotted against us into a blessing from the Most High God. God, I thank you, God, that there's refuge in your name. I thank you that there's there's safety, there's provision for protection against demon forces. God, I ask you, God, to protect each and every one of us from all types of eugenic programming, no matter what kind of program it is. I thank you, God, for the privilege of being able to come together and be able to read and learn more about these types of programs and how to effectively develop countermeasures. But we know that the number one countermeasure is safety, God, safety from these satanic plots and plans because they have resorted to satanic programming. They have used dark forces, rituals to get the power they have. And God, we thank you that we don't have to plot and plan countermeasures, rituals, seances, all of that. We can plead the blood of Jesus and live a righteous life and God be covered by the blood. I thank you for that sacrificial offering made on the cross, Lord. I thank you, God, for understanding, Heavenly Father. I thank you, God, for giving us the thirst to develop more understanding. We may not know everything, but we walk by faith, Heavenly Father. We walk by the word of God, Heavenly Father, and we see that, God, through you, all things are possible. We thank you, God, that we're not victims of a spirit of helplessness. God, we know that you are the God of impossible. 
that you can turn things around. Every curse, every situation, Heavenly Father, we can flee the blood. We can come to you. We can fast and pray, and we can continue to grow in your word. God, I give you the praise. God, I give you the glory. I just thank you, God, for you being God. I just honor you, Heavenly Father. Um, Let me just see. There's a lot of background noise. Let me try muting because I'm going to do a lot of reading. Oh, the background noise is on me. So, Ann, that's your phone. Is there any way you can, uh, Ann, is there any way you can mute? Yes, I can. I'll mute. Okay, yeah, the, the background noise with me. Oh, thank you, darling. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was definitely my line. Okay, so God, we just thank you. We ask you, God, to lead this uh, Bible study. Let us leave here enriched. Let's leave here with power and and thirst, and and that you will quench the Word of God will quench our thirst and information and knowledge we did not have previously. So I'm going to in Jesus' name, Amen. I'm going to start with Psalms 37. This is a prayer, a scripture of protection. This is a scripture that tells us that this program has been, this this type of evil plotting and programming has been on this earth a long time. And this gives us some countermeasures. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. Why? Because they soon shall be cut down like the grass and they will... And they will wither. Let me just see. I may have to just mute everything. Let's see. Mute all. Let me just mute and see. I, it's not. That's not my line anymore. Okay. I and I pray you guys can hear me. I just muted all everything because uh, there's so much. There's a background, heavy background noise coming in. All right. So trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust in him. He shall bring it to pass. This is the word of God telling us. This is, you know, evil's been on this earth a long time. The word of God, it's, it's come to pass in the past. Slavery ended. That was a very horrific thing. The Holocaust ended, a very horrific, horrific thing. This too shall pass, this sick, targeted individual program. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Seize from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Why? Because evil doers will be cut off. Lord, we thank you. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, it's going to take some time, that means. Guess what? The wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and guess what? It shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plotteth against the just and gnashed upon him with his teeth. 
The Lord will laugh at him, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be his upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart, and their bow shall be broken. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright, and their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time, and in the days of famine they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish, and the enemies of the Lord shall be as the fat of lambs. They shall consume into smoke, and shall they consume away. The wicked borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Let me just intercede on that. That tells you when you live a righteous life, this is a testimony this man is saying. He said, I've been young and now I'm old, but I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. You know, that says, as adults, if you live righteous and you, you, know, you follow God's precepts, there's a coverage over your seed, your children your nieces, your nephews, that their seed, your seed will never be begging bread when you're covered by God. That's a powerful testimony. He said, and this man is saying, I've been young and now I'm old, yet I have seen the, I have not seen the righteous forsaken, meaning he has not seen anyone that, you know, is under God's coverage forsaken, nor his seed begging bread, nor his children suffering. People don't understand it's critical when you get older, particularly, you have to live a righteous life because your children, your bloodline, your nieces, your nephews, whoever, they're looking up to you, number one, and, you know, they, they suffer the consequences when you don't live right. You know, everybody needs to pray over their children, nieces, nephews, their bloodlines before they go out. You know, this is a wicked world. Satan's got all kind of plans. There's nothing like praying people at home. God is ever merciful, and he lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart. None of the steps shall fly. The wicked watcheth the righteous and, and seeketh to slay him. The Lord will not leave him in his hand nor condemn him when he is judged. Wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. I have seen another testimony here. I have seen the wicked in great power. Now, if this man you know, is not living today, are the wicked not in great power? This man says, I have seen the wicked in great power and spreading himself like a green bay tree. That means he has seen spiritual wickedness in the highest places and spreading. 
You know this TI program, you can't even believe the magnitude, the evil, hiring cults all around, cult, you got satanic people running uh, uh, as commissioners in high places, putting them in buildings. You know, I was going down, let me, I'm, I'm, let me finish the scripture. It's to say, I mean, mm. I have seen wicked and great power and spread, spreading himself like a green bay tree, yet he passed away, and lo, he was not. So that means at the end of the day was destroyed. I sought him not, but he could not be find, found. Mark the perfect man, behold the upright, for the end of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed. The end of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He is their strength in time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them. Why? Because they trust in him. Lord, I thank you for the reading of the word, Psalms 37, Heavenly Father, which clearly mandates that when you under the blood, when you've given God the, your total trust, fret not thyself because of evil doers, Lord. Neither they'll be envious against the workers of iniquity. And that just tells you all your organized stalker, your uh, electronic harassment demons from the pit of hell, torturers, people trying to take out your legs, your neck, your arms, hitting people with weapons. I plead the blood of Jesus that people wake up and get serious about radiation weapons. It is You have to be from the pit of hell to try to take over the world by making people sick. You have to be the bottom of the bucket. But, God, you put this targeted individual program, and these people can testify about the sickness in making people sick so demons can look like they're in charge, but the devil is a liar. With all their plotting and planning, we still know they're not in charge. I thank you, God, that you've given us a way to deal with this silent assassination through adaptive neural network programs. And it's not just TIs. We're just the ones blessed to know about it. The earth, the people on this earth are being subjected to these same programs. They're just running. They're just doing what the demons plotted. Hit them with a weapon, make them run into the doctor. The doctors don't even have any understanding of what radiation do, weapons do. And they induce pseudo-false symptoms. It's the medication they're giving people, and then they rip people's leg open. That's how the people get actually sick. You know, they're giving test results on the fly, you know. Um, and we, we need, you know, God, we believe in good medicine and good medical people, but we can only ask you to guide and direct our path, Lord. And um, as long as this program's around, I urge you to use cash and run up on if you need to, get, to find out the doctor's safe and run up on him because even if the doctor's safe, they'll use an assistant in his office to plot and plan and put that injection there or whatever. It's a very sad day. No one wants to live like this, but we thank God we know about it because your naiveness will have you sitting with pancreatic cancer saying, how did I get it? Mm. So the need for understanding from the biblical spiritual perspective, the spirit of understanding is one of the seven spirits of the, of the Lord. It's mentioned in Isaiah 11, 2, 3. Understanding means to comprehend, to discern, to know thoroughly, to grasp. Let me make this larger. 
to grasp or perceive clearly, to have clear perception of the meaning of something. Understanding enables us to see God's hidden hand in irritations and injustices, causing our responses and attitudes to be right when trouble comes. Mm. Without an understanding of God's ways, we will react incorrectly to injustices and then become bitter. Understanding helps us to cooperate because it breaks down resistance and stubbornness in our hearts. Understanding helps us not to miss the point, but gives us perception of what God is trying to say. Some saints never learn God's ways. Consequently, they spend their whole lives fighting and demanding justice and vindication for themselves. Although Job did not understand the specifics of his trial, he understood the broad principles of God's ways, and this saved him. Mm. People rebel when they lack understanding. The Israelites revolted against the Lord because they had no understanding of what he was trying to do in their lives through their circumstances. God said they do always err in their hearts and have not known my ways, Hebrews 3, 8, 10. Because of this, they never entered into God's rest because they wandered perpetually in the wilderness. There are many who waste much of their lives going in circles. See Psalm 78, verses 37 to 42. In the case of Israel, God actually deprived them of understanding because their hearts were so hardened against him. Deuteronomy 29, 3, 4. Therefore, we must keep our hearts tender before the Lord in order to receive the spirit of understanding. Understanding helps us cooperate with God. Why are some Christians strong and stable while others are up and down all the time? What determines the strength of a believer? What is the deciding factor? I believe the answer is in their vision, the different lies in their grasp of the truth and their understanding. Truth is much more than a standard of right and wrong. Truth is life. It is an illuminating power that shines into the darkened soul, bringing tremendous inner strength and freedom, John 8, 32. In several several of the epistles, Paul mentions weak brethren who have a weak conscience, 1 Corinthians 8, Romans 14. What is the reason men and women are spiritually feeble? It's because light and revelation have not yet penetrated their being. A transformation takes place within our soul when God opens our eyes and he imparts his understanding to our hearts. Understanding enables us to cooperate with God when adversity comes into our lives to develop and mature us. Without proper understanding, our response to difficulties will be evil. Yes, evil. We must understand the concept of trouble or we cannot successfully face purifying trials, and go on to Christian perfection. When a Christian is instructed wrongly on the subject of adversity, he will become confused when difficulties arise. He may become so disillusioned with Christianity that he turns his back on God. That's because of a lack of of understanding. Many TIs have been here, even though they're raised Christian, you know, they know God, but they didn't have understanding. Some 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 TIs are I'm atheist now. They just mad at God. And, you know, it's sad. You have to continue to pray for them. That God, the Holy Spirit, gives them understanding. Therefore, 
We should ask God to give us an understanding heart, as did Solomon in 1 Kings 3, 9, and 10. Understanding is God's gift to those who love him, please him, and seek him earnestly. Also, it is imparted to the pure in heart. The pure in heart shall see as God sees, Matthew 5, 8. God withheld the gift of understanding from Israel because their hearts were so hardened with accusations against them, Deuteronomy 29.2.4. The more godly and holy a person is, the better he accepts, understands, and copes with adversity. Have you ever noticed the manner in which the world and the disobedient view trouble? It is always with gloom. This is because they are only living for this present life. Counterwise, the Apostle Paul embraced his difficult situations because he knew and understood the eternal benefit it was going to bring. See 2 Corinthians 4.17. Vision makes the difference between up and down Christians and those who continue to press on to the end. It is not uncommon at all for believers to sit back at an early age with a retirement mentality. This is the end result of no vision. Without a vision, we dwell carelessly. But the man who has been struck with a real vision understands what God is doing, and God has a defined mark to press towards. Also, he possesses a holy fear of coming short of it, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. Understanding strengthens us because it gives us the ability to see irritations and injustices from God's perspective. It makes us react the right way to these irritations or injustices. It helps us remove any seeds of bitterness from our hearts while in the heart of a, while in the heat of a trial. It causes us to cooperate with God and trust Him fervently, even in a fiery furnace. Understanding removes resistance, stubbornness, and hardness from our heart. Understanding increases our perception of what God would do in our lives because of an irritation on trial. Understanding helps us to see the end of the matter and it produces hope. Before we look into the book of Job, I would like to remember seven points about Job's trial. After that, I want you to remember seven major reasons for his trial. Seven points to remember about Job's trial. And I look at Job as a T.I., so seven points to remember about any T.I.'s, this this T.I. trial. Job was not afflicted because of any wrongdoing in his life. Many T.I.'s, you don't have to have wrongdoing. God was the author of his trial. Can God be the author of the T.I. program? Mm, I don't know. But I know that God allows it for a reason, and my reason is, I've, from what I've read, and my understanding is that sometimes God will allow evil for the benefit of humanity. And if the TI community was the chosen community, you know, to be sacrificed for the benefit of humanity, that's God's decision. But I believe he picked some of the toughest people that can help so many people help humanity that, you know, we, we have to just continue getting understanding. All right, so seven points to remember about Job's trial. God was the author of his trial. A trial is really a trial when it is beyond our explanation and understanding. So this is what makes this TI program similar to Job's trial. Again, 
a trial is really a trial when it is beyond our explanation and understanding. This program is. How, how do you explain all public protection offices disabled? You, you can't get victims, crime victim assistance. You can't get, you, 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 you just, you, you can't get, no, I mean, someone takes your income away, they blacklist you, they hit you with weapons. Hmm. A trial is really a trial when it's beyond our explanation and understanding. This TI program's a trial. Job never complained about the devil. He knew there was a higher power, God. God was dealing with one particular thing in Job's life during the trial. Could God be allowing this for us to deal with a particular issue? If this TI program did not exist, where would we be? Would some of us use our very own ignorance and self-decisions and probably fall right in the traps of the devil? They're just issues to think about. All right, God was silent for months. God, God could not explain what he was doing. Job had special encounters with God before his trial that enabled him to go through. I think that's with most TIs. Most of us had some kind of encounter with God. And that, that is what enables us to go through. All right, important points to remember, and then I'll move on to the TI uh, countermeasures. Important points to remember about Job's trial. Job was not afflicted because of any evil in his life. God's testimony of him was outstanding. There is none like him on the earth, perfect and upright. God's eternal testimony of him is seen in Ezekiel fourteen twenty. He is listed among the three most righteous men in the Old Testament. God was the author of the trial and the finisher of it. In Romans ten nineteen, we see that God uses jealousy to fulfill his purposes. The Lord purposely provokes Satan to jealousy by praising Job. Mm-mm-mm. Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, one who fears God and shuns evil? Satan always wanted to be the greatest, and now God was provoking him to jealousy by drawing attention to Job. The time in most TIs, everything they touched before this program was like gold, so a lot of this program is based on jealousy. You know, they literally conspired ways to to find, whether it's a bloodline or just uh, highly affects compassionate people, good people with God-given skills. They've targeted. The time had come for Job to be tested. Therefore, he was stirring up Satan to ask for permission to afflict him. In Job 42, 11, it reminds us once again that the Lord himself was the one who was ultimately responsible for this trial. Satan was the afflicter, but God was responsible for the onset of the trial. Revelations 2.10 clearly shows us the reason God still has Satan around, that ye may be tried. Is the TI program a trial? It's a program to try us. When God has finished using Satan to test us, he will deliver him to eternal destruction. Revelation 20.10. Again? In Revelations 2.10, it clearly shows us the reason God still has Satan around, that ye may be tried. Mm -mm -mm. 
Okay, a trial is really a trial when it's beyond our explanation. It was not meant for Job to understand the trial, but rather to hold fast and trust God implicitly. Often in a trial, God cannot explain what he is dealing with or what he is doing, though he would like to. However, many times after the trial is accomplished, he does explain. If God gave us total understanding during a trial, this is what would happen. Our faith and other qualities would not develop. Our heart would not be conditioned to receive what God wants to address. It could destroy the work he is doing in our lives. It could destroy us. It would be too much for us. Okay, good. All right. All right, just wanted to make sure. All right. Uh, it would be too much for us, and I'll put that link in the chat too to this whole series. I, I really enjoy this. Is turning? I'm reading turning the curse to a blessing. Um, I'll, let me put the link in the chat. I found this uh, to be very good for my own personal development. I'm not saying I am Job. Never said I wanted to be Job, but I needed I needed understanding as to what go on with this program, what what's happening? Because uh, you know, I mean, when everything is like shutting down on you, you like wait, 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 wait. All right. So if God gave us total understanding during a trial, this is what would happen. Our faith in other qualities would not develop. That's true. Without this TI program, I bet you more people, their faith is much stronger because when you finally realize that in life, your money, your job, your education, these people have total control over, maybe you're going to run to your faith in God. Mm. Do not be conditioned to receive what God wants to address without trials and tribulations. Without trials and tribulations, it could destroy the work he is doing in our lives. No, if God gave us total understanding during the trial, this is what would happen. It could destroy the work he is doing in our lives, and it could destroy us. It would be too much for us. Also, remember, Job never complained about the devil. Job knew that there was a higher power and that God was ultimately responsible or allowed that predicament. Therefore, his complaint was only to God. After Job had lost everything, he declared the Lord gives and the Lord taketh away. He did not say the devil taketh away. Certainly Satan did the afflicting, but Job knew that God sovereignly controlled the entire situation. Mm -mm -mm. God was getting at one particular thing in Job's life during the trial. Although the Lord was accomplishing many other things as well, During the trial, something evil surfaced in Job, an attitude that sharply criticized God's wisdom and character for allowing him to pass through such horrible circumstances. Although he was not guilty of this at first, Job ended up condemning God, yet he found no fault in himself. In so doing, he made himself more righteous than God, and this is what the Lord was getting at in his heart. Whenever we question God, we're putting him down, lifting ourselves up above him. From this premise emerges the theme of the book of Job, and it comes in the form of a question. Shall mortal man be more just than God? Shall a man be more than his maker? Job 4.17. When we question, challenge, or criticize God, we're putting him down and lifting ourselves up. 
Upon this promise emerges the theme of the book of Job. The theme, shall mortal man be more just than God? Shall a man be more pure than his maker? Job 4.17. God was silent for months. The trial probably lasted between six months and a year. Well, this trial and this TI program can go 20, 30 years. It's just horrible. It could not have been for years because we hear Job say that he had been suffering for months. As had already been started, it was not meant for Job to understand all the particulars of his trial. He did not know how everything was going to turn out at the end, nor did he have knowledge of the conversation between God and Satan at the commencement of the trial. While the Holy Spirit was silent, Job's friends were busy analyzing, theorizing, philosophizing. They did not have the word of God. They did not have the word of the Lord. God was not speaking. Thus, these well-meaning brethren were judging Job with their natural minds. Summary of the advice of the friends. Some of the things they said are right. Some of the things they said were wrong. And some things they said were true. What Job needed was a good listener. There are few good listeners. When a person is in great pain, say as little as possible. Pray softly and don't assume that you have the answers or that you are infallible in your advice. Okay. Job had special encounters with God before his trial. No man could have endured such a trial without first having unusual promises and extraordinary mountaintop experiences from God. We, too, should seek God for our own personal promises. We need special meetings with God in order to be strengthened to face our tests. After we have endured the fiery furnace and passed all of our tests, the double portion awaits us. Let's just pass the TI test. Job declared the secret of the Lord was upon my tabernacle, Job 29. It is clear that Job had knowledge of the mysteries of God, and he had received special promises from God before he had this trial. Job understood by revelation that he would be in the first resurrection and see the Lord in the coming millennial age, Job 19.25. These mountaintop experiences with God strengthened him and held him steady in times of darkness. Spiritually, Job had eaten of the hidden manna, a hidden truth of God's word, Revelations 2.17. These revelations had imparted supernatural inner strength in him in the same way that Elijah had been strengthened when the angel fed him, 1 Kings 19.5. Okay, now I'm going to end with seven specific reasons for Job's trials, although all of the reasons listed uh, listed on page B could apply. All right, some of the reasons for Job's trial. It was a test to see what kind of man Job was, was made of. Is the TI program a test to see what, you're, what we are really made of? God wanted to have something to say to Satan, the accuser. Or he want to say, see, my child, you said you said if I took everything from her, she was going to turn on me. No, she didn't. Was it um, reasons for Job's trial? It was to make a righteous man even more righteous. Could the TI program be made to make righteous people even more righteous? Uh, reasons for trials. It was for the purpose of bringing a greater revelation of the Lord to Job. It was to bless Job's latter end. You hear that, T.I., your later life, to exalt him. To give him an eternal name. Yes. And, you know, his experience 
you know, God chose that experience for these type of programs, for the TI program. You know, he, he was given an eternal name. Job's name goes down in history on this earth because of what he endured. He had everything taken away, but God built him back up. His experience was uh, was put in place to encourage people like us. It was a test for everyone else around Job, too. Everyone was on trial. When you're a TI, everyone's on trial because, I mean, it's such a sick program. His trial was for our sake. Also, Job left a message for us to take to heart. What Job went through was a test. God wanted to have something to say to the accuser. God wanted to make a righteous man more righteous. He wanted to bring a greater revelation of God. God blessed his latter end. Take heed. It was for the purpose of testing everyone. His trial was for our sake also. Job left behind a vital message, not only to his own generation, but to all succeeding generations as well. God recorded this trial in his eternal word in order to instruct every future generation. The critical lesson Job learned in his trial is one that God has sought to teach mankind from the beginning of time. The lesson learned is this. In spite of any tragedy, sorrow, or disappointment that may come into our life, God is infinitely just, and we cannot point the finger at him or charge him with irresponsibility. Neither should we ever question his love for us. God's character, wisdom, and good judgment cannot be criticized. In times of pain or loss, man often respond negatively. Too often, God is charged with cruelty and sensitivity and being unfair. There will be available grace, divine enablement for every test, including the TI program. You understand that? There will be available grace, meaning divine enablement. God put you through. God let you go through it. He will put you through it. Also, God will ultimately resolve every predicament if we keep our hearts right and we do not allow ourselves to become bitter. If God does not give an explanation of what he is doing, we have to trust him anyway. He is all sovereign. He is the creator of us. This brings us to the theme of Job again. Shall mortal man be more just than God? Shall a man be more pure than his maker? Okay, and we'll stop there. And, um, yeah, I I really enjoy this series, especially it gives a different perspective on trouble. And this is all about turning the curse into a blessing. I mean, I bought this package, this book. This is from Dr. Paul G. Caraman. I buy every book to find out how to turn this T.I. curse into a blessing because I know the devil is a liar. So what I do, I invest my money in, in figuring out how I'm going to come out and get my get this blessing from this, this sick program from the pit of hell because that's exactly what it is. And it is a curse, whether you want to believe it or not, it's a curse from the pit of hell. Everything associated with this program is a curse. And if you just try to fight this program on the spiritual realm, you will be empty. Okay, let me you. What was that? Did somebody say something? 
I just, Hello? I had a, yes, did you say something? I oh, I said, me. well, amen. I said, hmm, <laughs> amen. You know. Yeah, give me, give me some feedback. Wow, that's a powerful message, sister. Um, very deep. I've I've been kind of like not one of many words lately because I've been going through the fire, you know. And if we Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, if this isn't the fire, I don't know what is, you know. Exactly. And, exactly. But there was that fourth person in there, right, amidst the flames, and they said that we're just going to eat this kind of food. And the king was off. If I'm not, you know, uh, if I'm I'm correctly, you know bringing forth the story, the biblical story and account that they said the, the whoever was saying, no, eat this other food. And they said, no, we're just going to eat vegetables. We're just going to eat vegetables, you know. And um, they came through that fire unscathed, you know. And it just right. seems like this one, we some of us are um, touched more by this this fire of sorts than others. And yeah, yet, you know, there's somebody with us when we ask him. He's a gentleman. I've heard, you know, people say that uh, the Lord is a gentleman. He's not going to force force on us, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I just have been a person of little words because I, you know, I, I, I proclaim the Lord. And, you know, when you were talking the other day, sister, about, um, you know, maybe a few TIs letting you down or, you know, whatever they had done, I've had some of that, so it's kind of hard right now, you know. <laughs> but I, I, sometimes we go through the trials, and it just brings us back to our, our, our first love, you know, because I do love the Lord, and that's all I can say kind of right now, Miriam. I'm kind of broken, you know, but <laughs> I would so That's all I know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And you, we're only human, so sometimes, you know, it's just too much of this big program. But okay, I'm going to move now to Robert Duncan's Robert Duncan's book, How to Tame a Demon. I said I'd look at legal issues, key questions about the TI program. Is there legal recourse? Let's take a look what he's saying here. And this is How to Tame a Demon um, by Robert Duncan. Everybody's instinct is to go to the FBI and convince them it is some kind of major crime mafia with top-secret weapons. This is delusion, misunderstanding, and misdirection. The FBI will not investigate. Guess why? One, they don't have the equipment for or expertise, and two, because this is done by government at the highest levels of secrecy. Mm-mm-mm. Not everyone in government is in the know. In fact, the majority do not know. You're just going to sound like another tinfoil, nutcase, I'll say, but tinfoil hat believer, he said, alien abductee or mental patient. It is probably not worth your time to complain to them. The FBI means well, but they are programmed in false beliefs for their government jobs. If they are smart enough to understand and believe TIs, they will resign or be fired. The system of total control is in place. Some call it order, but they misunderstand the bigger picture of how the people with less than virtuous qualities rise to the top. 
When the good people reign in protest, they are simply replaced by the humans that are not emotionally intelligent are and are addicted to power and pride. Many lawsuits have been filed and different legal strategies tried. As to date, I haven't heard any that have worked. The U.S. government is capped at 100000 for misbehavior anyway unless Congress approves a larger amount. Most TIs live lives are worth far more than 100000 It is cost-effective for them to grab a TI, use plausible deniability, and hope only future generations might sue with the presidential apology for a previous one's mistakes. Most governments rule by a truly criminal mindset. You must defeat unbelievable power and wealth, some of which you contributed to taxes to be used against you. Gathering evidence is very expensive and time-consuming. There are other problems. Some attorneys will take your money but won't produce results. Now, you know he's speaking from experience. Again, attorneys will take your money but won't produce results. It is not always their fault. Giving proof is so technologically difficult. Finding an expert witness who isn't afraid of being assassinated to testify is another hurdle. Plus, you will find difficulty pointing the finger at a particular intelligence agency due to government secrets. You need to show the tools of torture and how they are used. Again, you will be up against propaganda words like national security or executive privilege, state secrets, etc. What if satellites were involved, for example? How do you bring one into court? Think it all the way through. You can produce piles of books and documents, but the court will stare blankly at you and not read through it. Science is not even fathomable by those who have not experienced these programs of torture. Another important consideration is that of information overload. Always summarize and bullet point your facts. Many TIs overwhelm anyone whom they approach by too much information. Yes, these programs are the most sophisticated in the world, but most people don't know how their mobile phone works or their television Keep it as simple as possible when conveying your message to the uneducated and less informed. I agree with him, but I'm a bit, I'm a heavy writer, and it to me it depends on your audience. Now, if you're on a government payroll and you're a judge, prosecutor, district attorney, attorney general, you're gonna read my material. I'm gonna I'm gonna write this thing out where you gonna you gonna you gonna read it you know, um, but I do I do you know I have to learn how to cut down I, but I do believe in putting my evidence everything there because I'm I I'd rather just know it's there so when I have a meeting a hearing I could just point to exhibit this exhibit that you don't want to read it that's on you you're gonna look crazy when I get my hearing or I'll do it just to prove my point. All right, now this is the next section. Who is behind it? In the beginning stages of the mind control programming, every TI believes they know who is behind it. They cannot be talked out of it. The actual 
al uh algorithm um what is that how separate algorithm algorithm for determining who is I need better light. Okay, this is much better. Okay, excellent. The actual algorithm for determining who is the, who is a target is mostly random unless it involves protesters, counterintelligence operations, intelligence gathering, or whistleblowers. They try to find easy targets that usually live alone in apartments, but even families can be broken apart. The idea is to isolate the target. They especially take a swath from a variety of every language and culture in which to test mind control. If you're single and living in an apartment, you're an easy target. Welcome to the New World Order. Although people talk about the aliens because 60 years advanced technology seems like magic to the general population. Mind control and the brain code being deciphered are quite real, but required a lot of education to understand. NSA, CIA, DIA, and the alphabetical soup agencies are the are the conditioned and indoctrinated, unbeknownst to themselves of how they are manipulated. It is the liars, the power hungry and greedy of the military and corporate forces that trick scientists and politicians to do their bidding. For the rest of the population who have yet to be tortured by government agencies, this seems as a shock or conspiracy theory. In the aware portion of the population, the government is there to make the rest feel secure in their cages. Many believe it's an ex-boyfriend, lover, boss, neighbor, doctor, or dentist, etc., doing this to them. These are red herrings. Please don't fall for this trickery of the devil. What is being done, what has been tried to bring awareness to the general public. Groups and individuals have tried billboards, newspaper, advertisement, protests, petitions, world courts, testimonies to the Senate Intelligence Committee, television shows, news, radio, flyers, internet, books, movies, etc., some legal strategies and even some illegal strategies have been tried, including spree killings like Aaron Alexis. I got to read on Aaron Alexis. I heard of that. How long did it take to give African American human rights? How long did it take to allow women to vote in the U.S.? Why change and understanding is a slow process? It is also difficult when politicians will not risk anything to better the morals and ethics of their tax base unless they get money or votes from it. Before you were a T.I., would you have believed someone who told you this was happening? It was a clever tactic used by the Germans in World War II to take people away slowly so no revolt occurred. As one CIA agent says, the Nazis didn't lose the war, they just had to move. It's not about the Jews now. It's something much more complex and evil. Many TIs make the mistake to only talk to people who know about the technology and topic. This really doesn't do any good. The point is to raise awareness to those who do not know, make them care, and then make them act for protection of these very important human rights. It will take a creative, simultaneous, well-organized, worldwide event that is nonviolent and global to awaken 
the general, the population, the collective consciousness. Mass media is a joke. It is controlled in every country. Mm. They make themselves irrelevant. Mm. Are they stealing my intellectual property? This is the spy game. Yes, they do this. Usually the TI is told this is to make them angry and stress them out more. The handlers and spy agencies want to be in control of all new ideas and who brings them to the market or warfare. It is impossible to prove, but the capability is there. It is happening, and it's part of a corporate espionage. Mm. I have been fighting a court case to keep me out of mandatory psychological evaluation and incarceration. Are there any expert witnesses that will testify on my behalf about the technology? Everything in life costs money, especially justice. In some cases that have been won with protesters outside the court building a good presentation by your lawyer. Unfortunately, you won't get any real justice to be kept out of mental hospitals if the court orders it. However, no one will testify who has worked on the technology due to their oath to secrecy and the repercussions. Yeah, the repercussions end up a TI too. How do I prove it? One of the biggest hurdles for TIs to prove something as large as this or to publicize it is money and credibility. They face other hurdles such as scientific expertise and a potential cover-up. Yeah. There is the criminal standard and civil standard. Government can't be easily sued due to the crime cabals, national secrets, get out of jail, free cards. Certain government groups act exactly like the crime organization. Money obviously solves many issues in terms of justice, but can you imagine the U.S. government admitting to torturing and silently killing tens of thousands of Americans over the last, over the last few decades with these biologically active electronic warfare methods? It won't and it cannot happen without total collapse of trust. An emergency state of the union would be declared and all information streams taken over. Crimes against humanity at this level haven't been rivaled since the Jewish Holocaust. Many industries and systems of government are utilized to silence the victims, such as psychiatry and general propaganda of the tinfoil hat crowd. None of these people in the legal system have worked for the government in psychological warfare or electronic warfare, so they can easily ignore the proof and evidence that the targets may acquire. Mm. Most people cannot change their worldview so suddenly. Ultimately, if these police officers, judges, and other professions are ever informed, they will feel very bad about what they did to the victims of these secret government programs. I think some Germans may have felt guilty to have just done their job. It is an offensive and repulsive argument for immoral behavior of the pawns who just say, I was just doing my job, and who think God will forgive them. They ultimately will be forgotten in history for turning a blind eye to the following Holocaust. Let me say, that was so, you know, that was so scripted, too, even with the far side. 
you know, when they did the documentary in Apartheid, which is the sick program, it's a script. It's a demon script. When you look up Apartheid, there were some rituals that were done to get to get that sick state of mind of enslaving uh, uh, another human being. But the key was what I what I read was that this is the 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 crap they, you know, to justify the TI program, Apartheid, this retardation of I'm just doing my job. You know, that is literally, there's a demon they put in place. They, they, they put the money as a demon in place. There was rituals done to make people worship money and lose their conscience. That's the bottom line. That's how you got apartheid. You had people running around, I was just doing my job. I don't care what job you have. If you know somebody asks you to kill somebody, you have to be retarded to do it. I would just have to live with the consequences. I'm not, you know. But that's what they got now, especially in the hospitals. I tell you, when my father was in the hospital, they had some uh, people in there, you know, look like they never had a good job in there. They had to look. I guess I will. I will inject what? I will put this cancer up in there so quick for that that little 700 a week or 1,000 a week. It's a sad day, but that's how, that's how ultimately – uh, South Africa had apartheid because of this. I was doing my job, and that is what is going on in America. I'm doing my job. You're messing someone up. You know, you're blacklisting someone, but you're doing your job. You work in the crime victim's office. You're not helping crime victims, but I'm doing my job because it came from the top. They told me not to help her. Yeah, it's a script. It's a diabolical script. All right, so before we start talking about proof, we must ask ourselves, for whom is this proof? Is this for friends, family, media, the public, news agencies, or an international court? The language used and evidence presented depend heavily on the audience for persuasion of their fundamental belief systems. Know what you want from them. Support, sympathy, activism, a congressional investigation, etc. Remember, you're asking most people, to change their fundamental model of reality that maybe their government or their God is wrong. It is a monumental task for any average human being, being to understand these systems. You are asking them to have a complete change in their world perspective. That scares most people. It's like putting a house cat in a car. They get very scared what they never knew what was going on in the world. The view of history comes crashing down and their importance in the world, which affects their ego, is destroyed. Without getting too psychological, the ego and proud pride is what motivates most individuals, which is in itself an optical delusion of consciousness, as Einstein said. Obtaining proof and evidence is very difficult when going against government agencies who have perfected plausible deniability and can lie to Congress and courts without consequences. <clears throat> From a scientific standpoint, it's difficult to create control group shielding experiments. A control group is necessary to exclude the placebo effect. A control group is used to separate independent variables. Most TIs don't realize they're targeted until they are financially destitute and can't afford to fly to labs around the country to participate in studies. Devising experiments that cannot be tampered with is another hurdle, too. 
There are many kinds of evidence that TIs try to gather depending on the variation of the mind control programs they are experiencing. <coughs> Organized intimidation stalking by foot or car. This type of stalking is difficult to prove because stalking laws are written generally for individual people. Using a group of stalkers and different people for each encounter avoids proof and may even avoid the intention of the law. Uh, many TIs notice the cars, but they can change license plates and it's similar to organized stalking. It tends to be useless to write down every car's license plate. Plus, a TI doesn't have access to look up every person with the license plate unless they have special privileges. Some TIs keep databases of their stalkers in hopes of finding commonality and proof. Others put out motion detection video cameras and such. It is a difficult task to assemble the clips for proof. A jury could be convinced that any commonality is just people who use the same routes to their homes. Well, he's just giving, um, there's a little too much negativity here because I, I, I'm an advocate of you do what you, you do. You get cameras, you get all, take all your evidence, even if it's just for yourself. And if something has happened to you, you have just have your story told. Don't let nobody just take you out, <coughs> excuse me, without any evidence. All right. Workplace harassment. This is an especially dangerous perception, if true, or inserted into the target. The outcome will be the same, and that is dismissal from the job. Oof, boy, oh, boy. They, this was repeated. <coughs> Workplace harassment. Mm. Bridges are usually burned, and the TI is left without a good reference for the next job. It is not worth pursuing this kind of stalking for a beneficial outcome. There are, of course, psychopathic corporate personalities that have nothing to do with the government stalking program. I say make sure you have a record of it to see them. Stalking Internet. There is no way to prove if the stalking is just obsessive compulsive on the Internet or organized stalking. The FBI has no interest in these kinds of crimes unless a child kills themselves uh, from the abuse. The general stalking is caused from trolls. Uh. V2K recordings. These never have worked. Only the target can hear them. It is an interesting phenomenon how a TI will reinterpret the recording to hear the same V2K voices, laughs, or sentences. The recordings end up being a way to make the target look crazy because no one else can decode the speech. It is frustrating for the target. There are many theories of how this works, but it's beyond the scope of this book. Muscle spasms. A couple of TIs tried to correlate muscle spasms that they believe were artificially induced to weapon beam attacks. They recorded the movement in the muscle to electrical interference recorded in the microphone. Maybe it is evidence, but it's not enough. Wow to convince the public. The public needs to understand the full range of capabilities and how the technology works. In any case, a local judge who isn't corrupted by the government minions would not be able to stop it. <coughs> MRI x-ray of implants. This is generally, I'm sorry, was somebody saying something? 
I'm just going to read two more. Um, MRI implants and vandalism break-ins. I definitely have had those. All right. uh, MRI X-ray implants. This is generally the first explanation of how the tricks of technology are done. So the TI will get scanned for implants and get MRIs and X-rays. These techniques sometimes display imaging anomalies. Very few have had surgery to find any kind of implant, and if so, doctors will generally not cooperate to remove the tissue or anomaly. To date, it is difficult to find a TI that has been released from the program from some micro-implant device. Mm. Due to this result, the more common belief is that the targets have nano-implants that are undetectable. While certain chemical dyes and contrast agents that bind permanently to the cells of interest of the body have been developed, they cannot be considered implants. The very nuclei of the atoms in the body, ions in the nervous system, complex protein structures on cells, and free electrons and radicals under the Earth's magnetic field act as a transmitter and a receiver. He's just saying some of the difficulties with proving legal issues that you have to consider. And, you know, you, you just have to consider this and keep it moving. Keep keep planning your, your lawsuit. Keep planning whatever you have. But these, are, you know, it's just good to know what you're up against. Vandalism break-ins, part of this TI program. Many TIs <clears throat> track vandalism and break-ins into their homes and cars. This is difficult proof for a court because the jury will just assume that it's random and not part of the bigger conspiracy. The obvious advice is if the TI has the money to buy 48-hour loop video cameras everywhere in their home and outside, the perps will be caught. Yeah, cameras are, are, are better than nothing, I'll say. The TI will say that they are stealing the tapes if they can't see anything. There is software that will password protect and record every frame to the Internet. This may be enough to stop the break-ins. One TI had the organized break-ins and stalking stopped by booby-trapping their house with high-voltage drawers and exploding die packs. (laughs) Do not try this yourself. It requires a very sharp mind, and the TI will will more than likely hurt themselves. It worked for this one TI because the agents that are being trained are cowards. <clears throat> are cowards. Wow. All right, so that's the yeah, some of any uh, comments. Yes. Can I say something? Yes. What was that last thing? They booby trapped it with what? Ex- exploding die balls or something? What was it? Yeah, that's, that's, um, let me go back. That's what he did say. Uh, vandalism break-ins, right? Yeah. The TI will say that they are stealing the tapes women. And if they can't see anything, there is software that will password protect and record every frame to the internet. This may be enough to stop the break-ins. One TI, here it is, one TI had the organized break-ins and stalking stopped by booby-trapping their house with high-voltage drawers and exploding die packs. (laughs) (laughs) Exploding die packs, and the other thing was uh, electrified something. 
What was that? High voltage drawers. I have no idea what the high voltage drawer. Okay, when they would go in their personal drawers, like, you know, um, their high boy or the uh, dressers, uh, they electrified. (laughs) That's pretty intense. That's really... Mm -hmm. I I had to really ask you if I was hearing what I thought I heard because... But but it it shows this is, you know, this is, you know, this is what people will go through the extent, and I don't blame them. You know, I wouldn't try it. I know. You know, that's not for me. But it's these are liberty rights, your right to freedom. This is what people will do to make, you know, to get their freedom back. I mean, you know what, a friend of mine, a ministry friend of mine from Christian University said, hey, um, he said this early on when I first went on Facebook and let my friends and family know, especially my, <clears throat> excuse me, my university colleagues, okay? And and one of them, he said, act like you're home alone. Haven't you seen those movies about titled Home Alone? You need to get a real good dose of the Home Alone movies. And he was actually residing in a huge country that is not our ally, Okay, and he he well, picked well, up on this he, right what away. What was his point? That he be trapped in the house. Oh, oh, okay. Be trapped yeah, in the house. A guy, a guy that I know that does home improvement. That's exactly what he said. He said, um, he said, you know, he he does construction. He said he'd have so many booty be traps in there they would never come in his house. And I, <laughs> I knew he was telling the truth. They don't like yeah. mine right now because my windows automatically lo- not automatically locked. <laughs> they have some pretty intense locks that just naturally come with the with the apartment, okay? Mm-hmm. And then I booby trap. I don't do that extent, but I make, you know, every little bit helps. Uh, if you barricade and do some things, they don't like it. They don't like no. it because they want you to be one of those people that no. just locks your door. Just use the mm-hmm. lock, just just the bolt, just the hand lock, and, and nothing else. And they got past one of those old-fashioned, you know, slider chain um, locks on the door. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was easy for them to get past. And then that's when I knew, oh, no, I will be putting chairs to the door. Oh, yes. Every you know, you know, um, Home Depot. Home Depot has uh, um, the stick. I actually bought the stick. Somebody, I think a Ti told me that that you can put under your doorknob to just. That's you know, right. And, yeah, I got that stick from Home Depot. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I have that too, Sister Miriam. And this is all about information, not yeah. only as much as we can get about the technologies and things, but about what we can do to protect ourselves. You know, exactly. And exactly. and I do have that stick, and um, I'm going to fortify that stick. Because my yeah. my god nephew, who's an activist, he let me know different things about different things, and you can do some things that will every little bit helps. Like somebody yeah, collected pennies one time. Yeah, mm-hmm. ultimately, um, they just don't. You know, I, I I believe the ultimate goal is such an envy for independent people, especially people who live alone. They want you ultimately, you know, to feel that you cannot live alone. Um, 
that you are, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, they're trying to, yeah, they they want you to feel you can't well, well, we've got to be married, and then we've got to marry into the Freemasons or whoever else ugly entities that can't. Not all Masons are bad. Okay, don't don't get me wrong, but uh, just there's different groups out there. And it's kind of like, well, what is that woman? Who does she think she is? Because the majority of these targets are women, mm-hmm. and uh, myself included. And um, so this means that I have to marry somebody to feel safe? Are you kidding me? What if you're mm-hmm. not? What, I thought about that, Miriam. What if you're not called to be married, you know? I mean, there mm-hmm. are some Christians who are well, in this group. Well, they feel that, you know, uh, you know, even if you're not married, they want you to you feel you're crazy, so you got to have a roommate. I'll never forget when I was working upstate in Rochester, New York, this lady had a Ph.D. She was a teacher, too, and she was gone for, like, four years. And when I met her, like, when she came back to the school district, and she just had this look in her eyes. I mean, when I reflected after I learned about the T.I. Pro, I said, that woman was a T.I. and didn't even know it. She just had a look in her eyes like she didn't know what happened. Like, how did she end up wherever they put her for the last four years? And I remember meeting her because she was like, I can't live alone. Marin. Would you like a roommate? I'm looking at her. A roommate? We made top dollar. We were teachers of state. Well, why would you want? She was like, I can't live alone. You know. Now that I know what I know about this T.I. program, I said they did that woman in. They they gave her, they did the trauma program. They gave her nervous breakdown. So they got her institutionalized probably for the last four, two to four years. And now that she got out, she can't live alone because she has no clue about this program. And this was, mind you, about 20 years ago. So, you know. But uh, when well, I I've like been targeted this. for twenty something years, and I'm just like, are you kidding? Right after college, I moved back toward towards where I was from, and and was not with well with family for a second, and then I maneuvered to be able to get my own place and what have you, and and this this landed this crash landed one year after not even one year six months. After I had my um, my ducks in a row, and I was semi-retired, this landed six months later. Six yeah. months later, right? Well, and it's, it's right, never been the same. Once I got an advanced degree, they did it. That was it. They they really don't. Yeah, if you're going forward, getting degrees, advancing yourself. Yeah. Well. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Let me just take a look. Another one I found real interesting. And um, I know for many TIs. Um, why me? Did I do something wrong? I know I read that before, but I just want to go over that again. It's a short one. Why me? Did I do something wrong? Like, how did you end up in this program? This is usually the first question asked by a target for these high-tech projects. There are many answers. In the 1960s, the gifted children who were intelligent and creative were brought into the program. These qualities are probably still used built in any covert program, and the patterns must be hidden from the general public and independent researchers. Counterintelligence must be considered to hide the development and use from the U.S. enemies 
and the progress made in mind control for enhancement or depreciation of the target. Um, okay, there's more. There seems to be certain sectors. There seems to be certain sectors and classifications that are outliers in the data that we have collected on the population of targeted individuals. People who have a people who live alone in an apartment, uh, whistleblowers, enemies of the state, like peace protectors and so called dissidents become statistical participants in the study. The government agencies try to make it as diverse as possible throughout the social strata for data collection. New TIs get the shame game and think back to who might have the power to put them on a torture and slow kill list. It is a distraction of the truth. <clears throat> Do serial killers have a pattern? The U.S. government is like a serial killer in terms of collecting data on every walk of life to understand the kill capabilities and disablement of the individuals when they use these programs in war and peace time. The shame game is used to extract secrets and blackmail many targets. The world is always at war. The databases are huge, like the Human Genome Project of the Human Mind Project, but this is important for the next generation of cognitive warfare. Some researchers say the intelligence agencies involved in mind control are only looking for unusual minds for their cognitive databases and how to re-educate the target for conformity of thought, and that as a way to hide their experimentation on the fridge elements of society, those that are awake. <clears throat> Practical advice. One of the primary tactics of these mind control programs is to lead the TI down a false path of blame of themselves, a particular group or person leading them to believe that the group or persons is behind their misery and harassment. Don't jump to conclusions right away. Remember, voices can be transformed and mimicked and thereby false correlations created. Mm. Yeah, so there are many reasons for being put in this program. Um, you know, most I've come across, uh, I've come across uh, very intelligent people, you know. Um, I couldn't give the reason why, you know, but I think most are whistleblowers or um, just good people. Most most people, some people just uh, put in because they live alone. They were easy target, you know. There is no one quick answer. But that's the reading for tonight. Um, any other comments? Uh, welcome, Wisconsin. Uh, Nevada. Lisa, Lisa, is that you? Any comments? Lisa, you usually have something to say. Um, yeah, I I believe all of that. I believe all of that is true. Um, this is the most sickest, um, dirtiest, generational, genocidal, um, human rights violating, criminal, um, terroristic, um, treasonistic program that there is. And um, 
I know that I was put into the um, Satan program years ago when I was in high school because I was told as such. And um, when you say you were told such, what do you mean by that? Okay, it's a long story, and and if, when I say it, I'm asking that you please do not judge me for the past incidents. Okay. So okay, well we, um, you know we're, so we're I know you're going to say that this is wrong or this is that. So I'm no, 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 explain. we're on a public line. Make sure you come. You know we're on a public line. This is your prayer call. Do you want to share it here or just keep it? Oh no, I do want to share it. Okay. Um, I used to go to a school, and I grew up in the '80s, um, where you know there was things like goth. You know, people dressing in black. Grew up uh, majority upper upper middle class uh, neighborhood. And and they were all predominantly white. And so um, when I grew up, we had a conversation in one class, and the lady discussed about spirits. And she said that she played with the Ouija board. And uh, when she played with the Ouija board, um, a child spirit told her where his where his grave was. She went there, and it was actually his grave. So I became very curious, and I started playing with the Ouija board, and I got many wait minute, answers. Wait a spirit, a, wait oh, God. See, this is why I don't want you to do I don't want you to do that. No, no, that's I just wait, I want you to back up. Okay, hold on. I, know I'm not, I mean, that's nothing to do with that. But wait a minute. She said that the, the Ouija board spirit told her to go find a dead baby, and she went and found the dead baby? His grave. We were all teenagers. I was taking a class. I was like 17, 16, 17. And what then, kind of class? This was a class in, in, in high school? Yes. Uh-huh. And so one of the people they told to go find this baby's grave, a spirit told her that. And when no, she, she said, well, the way you play the Ouija board gives you answers. She said that he directed her to his grave, and it was there. Anyway, so I started playing. One day, um, I brought my one friend home, and he's like, you know, I'm very, I'm, I have a strong current. You know, I, you know, spirits work through me very powerfully. And so we started playing the Ouija board, and it kept saying, Delisa's soul belongs to Satan. Okay? Oh. And it kept saying that, and then the whole, um, you know, that little the stick with the Ouija board, it flew off. I mean, it's like a movie. It was so fast, it flew off. And um, it was possible that that was um, a spirit, or it could have been an aircraft above me. But either way, I later found out what um what uh what is that Satan is silent assassination through um amplified adaptive, adaptive, adaptive or amplified right okay and that's what they do this is what they do they pick and choose um and what did you say this is a generational program they chose my mother. She worked at Kettering Hospital, which had ties with NASA, ties with the Air Force Base, 
ties with um, the police, just ties, just working. They even have contracts for this type of work. So um, with that being the case, um, my mother was always a hardworking person who wanted things. Both of my parents wanted things. The only problem was is that they were black. And this was a highly, Ohio's racist. The hospital was so racist. And they, they, they just wanted to destroy her. Okay? Now, when they chose me. Your mother they was chose... a registered nurse, too, right? Huh? Mommy was a registered nurse, right? Yeah, my mother was a nurse. Right. Yes. And a registered um, nurse or, or, or LPN, what? And a, and a predominantly white hospital. And my cousin, when, when um, years later, my cousin worked there, and I found out she said um, that that was her aunt. That's when they, they she got fired, you know. So there was a, a real, like, um, they were after her, and they gassed her and they killed her because that's, that's how vicious these people are. They get, they put a strand of, um, what do you call that, racist, hateful, sick people. So when I was 17, I didn't understand that because I knew my life, you know, there was a heavy cloud on it. But that was because of this program. They chose me because they wanted me to be her successor. See, these people are very parasitic. So um, they knew they were going to get rid of her, but they wanted to keep the money. And um, they, they spent 16 years on her. They spent 20, over 20 years on me, but they had to get some cops involved. So then, and the cops in Ohio are so racist and hateful. They... They, I'm sure they jumped at it, and um, they used them to um, legitimize my targeting. And every year, I don't know if you guys know, they have to go through Pfizer to legitimize the surveillance. By legitimizing the surveillance, they put you in non-consensual programs. They torture you with B2K. They torture you with direct-to-energy weapons. They do all of that. So every year they were setting shit up, excuse my language, for me to be in this program. Just like they set, they're setting stuff up for when they get rid of me for my son to be in this program. You know, these mm-hmm. are, I know, I know all of the people involved, all of the people. Until I die, I will never stop talking about the hospital and never stop discrediting their name because they put me in this crap and they hired some psychotic, racist, bottom bucket, greedy people to keep me in it. Now, they're um, planning on my son, but what I'm saying um, to be in this program because they're setting it up, and I know that. But what I'm saying is that um, this is the Satan program. They put me in it. And um, I think I talked to Robert before, and um, I was talking about that. But um, they set it up from my young age, and then they set up um, some cops to harass me and terrorize me to be in this program. 
And then they're planning on doing the same thing to my son. I mean, they're, it's just so sick. Well, we're not going to claim that. We're going to pray that thing. They're, going to, they're, they're, going to, they're not going to do that, no. Um, but did you get him into the, um, well, let me go. Oh, I don't want to talk about my son right now. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Well, just any young people, let me just say, um, if they have any high school issues, because what they're doing, a new scam on a lot of people, and I'm helping someone at 40-something trying to get a high school diploma, they're not validating the test scores. So they're telling them, oh, you missed it two points. And they're doing this with law school exams, anything that requires a test. So in every um, state, they have uh, community colleges with 24-hour credit programs. So if you know someone that uh, cannot get their G pass their GED test, whether it's fraud or whatever, especially if they're telling them a few points, then more than likely it's part of the scam to just, you know, tell them. You know, nothing's validated today. Their test results are on the fly. But you can go to any two-year college for a 20, it's called the 24-hour credit program. And upon completion of, you know, one to, uh, two semesters, 12 and 12 credits of a C or better, no more tests, you know, the college writes the state and you, you get your high school diploma. So I just wanted to put that out there for any parents that have children that are having a problem with the GD or, or any parents having GD problems themselves, you know. Um, any young people that, you know, may, you know, due to whatever circumstance they didn't pass that test. It's such a fraud. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help someone, and, and it's such a burden because it, it's part of the shame game, embarrassment. I'm like, just deal with it. You know, get out of the GED program and go to college. Do the 24-hour credit program, and you just go online and <clears throat> put in the um, community college whatever state, let's say New York State Community Colleges with 24-hour credit program. Okay, with that being said, I'm just going to close out on the tape. Anybody wants to chit-chat, I'll be here. God, we just thank you for this time we had to come together to give you all the praise and give you the honor. We thank you, God, for you being God. Thank you, God, for knowledge because knowledge is power. Thank you, God, for Dr. Duncan's book. Thank you, God, for the uh, for the information and knowledge he's sharing and his tips, even though that we know that all phenomenal knowledge comes from the Most High God. God, I ask you to bless each and every T.I. with a special uh, message that only you can give them, reinforcement of your divine power in their lives, Heavenly Father. I ask that you open the windows of heaven, Heavenly Father. Ask you, God, to continue, Heavenly Father, to bless our senior citizens, Amy's mother, my mother, uh, Anne's mother, uh, all the mothers, our elders, Heavenly Father, extra hedge of protection over them. God, I ask you to bless our babies, our children, Heavenly Father, our nieces, our nephews, that you'll cover them with the blood of Jesus when they're going in and coming out, and let them know, Heavenly Father, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper. Let the devil know he can't have our bloodlines in the name of Jesus, that our children and our children's children, our nieces, nephews, will be covered by the blood in all that they do. And we thank you, God, to know that you are above all plot, plotting and planning, above any TI program, all, all, all their plots and plans to harm people. 
God be asking for a divine awakening and retaking of this earth from demonic forces in the name of Jesus, that God's people come forward and exemplify the scripture verses that tell us we have authority over demon voices. God, we exalt your holy name. God, we thank you for being God. We thank you, God, for being the creator of us all. We thank you, God, for giving us the attributes like you. God, we thank you for this thing called God-given skills that weigh more than any education, any degree, any job. God, we thank you that you are the creator of this earth, and the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, and that you can bless us to use our skills to do the great works on this earth. So I ask you, God, for a special blessing over targeted individuals and all people, whether they know that they're one or, or they don't know, that you use them, Lord, to use your God, their God-given skills to advance the work of God on this earth in the name of Jesus. God, we give you all the praise. God, we give you all the glory. God, we just thank you, God, for you being God. We praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. What they're doing. Oh, West Coast. Okay. What they're doing to... um. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.